Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome back, friends. Yes, hello. Welcome. Hey, hey. So uh, this is going to be our recap of Season 3, Episode 5. Yes, join us as we go on this magical journey. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, I'm like... And I say I magical because if she doesn't go through stones this episode, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, this is episode five. You predicted this is my, five. This is my prediction, and I've gotten so little right. I need a win. So she really, she really need. Yeah, you were really going for it last episode. You were like, oh, 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 he's going to marry this one. And then you're like, oh, oh, no, no. the other one. Oh, oh. oh <laughs> that's, where, yeah. that's where it went. Hmm. All right, but okay, so I'm trying very I don't know if anybody else has experienced allergies when you get the like itchy throat. And I'm I have such an urge. I don't know if anybody else does a oh, thing where cough. they know when they scratch their throat. If I do it in the mic, it's gonna sound so weird. Okay, I apologize. Any everyone if this sounds disgusting. Everyone just, plug your ears for a second. <laughs> but does anybody Take else Take the do headphones that? out? Take them out now. Does anyone else do that thing where you're like trying to scratch your throat and you go like Ew, no, that was weird. I didn't take my headphones out. I should have listened to my own. What is that? What is that clucking noise? Are it's you a chicken? Why did you throat. do that? You just do it, but it's really you itchy what? and I want to just, you just, <laughs> you close what your mouth. What did you do? And now my dog is so, barking. What did you do? I don't know. What did you do? That was weird. But I don't anyway, know what that was, but that was I, weird. You're a chicken. I do it when my like the back of my the back of my like the roof like of my mouth me. the back I <laughs> sorry <laughs> I can't believe I did that on mic but yeah, anyway, that is now just know, forever just know I'm fighting that urge constantly because it's like the back the roof the back part the roof of my mouth down to my throat is like a little itchy I just think it's like yeah wild. the pollen is so bad here mm. it's just like a layer in the river like it's the awful. river is yellow like it's just like on like just floating it's like it's so bad there's like like down the road it's like yellow there's so much pollen my grandmother was telling me she's like i was looking and uh it said that the uh the pollen levels are three times higher than they were this time last year and i'd like i was like i were like yeah i know (laughs) i can't breathe i'm on allergy meds every day and like i avoid outside right now because it's just the it's so bad it's like in the trees brutal so i don't know because i was pretty much fine before this but just as as soon as i pressed record i started to get that well because you were thinking about it probably you're like i can't do the weird thing and then you're like i have to do the weird thing i have to do the weird thing yeah so like when someone says oh like i'm itchy and then you're like "Ooh, i'm itchy too and then you're like now that i've thought about it yeah you're like oh all those mosquito bites oh they so itchy over the dreaded lice then everyone's like, oh no, don't talk yeah. about it. <laughs> and then you, you now I'm itchy. scratching. Anyway, that's fun. So just know okay, so um, I'm, weird I'm constantly trying to uh, fight the urge to scratch my throat <laughs> from the inside <laughs> throughout this whole By thing. By clucking like a chicken. <laughs> so it's great. It's great. Does no one else do that? Is it just. I have never heard of that. Someone just well. clucking to itch their throat. <laughs> I love when you tried it. Your like mouth was open. You're like, <sighs> well, because I don't know what the heck you were doing. I don't know how you make that noise. It's literally 
I think it's like a mixture of like me moving the back of my tongue as well as my, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's just a me thing. Well, anyway, you're welcome everyone uh, for that little- Hope you all enjoyed that. Noise. Hope that doesn't haunt your nightmares. (laughs) Uh, And I guess we'll just kind of get going with this and hope my mind gets taken to other things and my itchy throat. yeah, so we kind of ended off. What was the last episode? Yeah, oh, the it was last a cliffhanger. That cliffhanger. So the last Pain episode is yeah, where Jamie was at Hellwater and yeah, he had to leave, cause... blackmailed, and then a, a son was Ugh. produced that he a son and another child that he's just not going to be able to. You know, I mean, he saw, but can't be a father too because yeah, you know, he can't claim him. Yeah. Um. Because he's a bastard. Um, well, not even just that. Like, they think the Earl of Ellesmere is his father. And so he is the heir to all of those things. All of that. All the things. All of those things. So, and yeah, it, it, it ended It ended with him leaving. And I believe it was 64. Eh, hold on. It was about two years from where we need to establish that he's alive because 68, they need, they need to establish that he's alive in 66, I believe 1766. Cause they're in okay, 19, yeah. right. I think they need to, do to the, establish to the, do the 202 years. Yeah. Cause she's in 68. So he has to be in 66, right? Yeah. 1766. So, and I believe as he was leaving Hellwater, it was 1764. Okay, so we got still two more years with him. I think it was about that time, yeah. Okay. Close it. So we know, so like the gaps are starting to fill in. And then, although, and then on on Claire's side, uh, we got them looking and kind of coming up to dead ends and Claire ultimately deciding that this this was too difficult and she didn't want to spend the rest of her life chasing a ghost and it's too hard and they decided to leave and yeah it it ended with claire and brianna hopping on a plane heading back to boston to boston back to boston to boston (laughs) i don't know what accents we're doing but hey i don't know i never know it is what it is okay so this episode uh season three episode five um is titled freedom and whiskey which was a nice little reference to a line in the previous episode um when they were like at the bar and the woman was like freedom and whiskey and she was like oh i used to quote that to jamie or whatever and they yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she was like okay let's leave um okay so this episode is written by tony graffia okay and directed once again by brendan mayer Oh, he's just all over this. You know, boom, couple just in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So, um, yes. Now, okay, so we open this episode um, and it tells us, okay, it's Boston. So we're back in Boston and it says December 1968. Okay. Okay. And so we're in like the operating room and like Claire's. And like a team, so Claire's like in the is like doing a surgery, right? Okay. It's like, it's like Claire and Joe, and they're doing a surgery, and Joe's like, 
you know, Dr. Randall, we've got to close her up. Blood pressure's dropping. And Claire, being typical Claire, is like, there's a bleeder. I got to get it first. And they're like, you're pushing it. You're pushing it to the limit. Blood pressure's going to, we got to close them up. And she's like, just a minute. I, being, you know, being typical Claire, being like, give me a second. I got it. I got it. I got the bleeder. So now we can close them. Joe's giving her that look of like, girl, you like to push things to the edge. But, you know, she found the bleeder. But she, gets, she gets it done. She did it. She knew she could do it. Yeah. She, she, right? she got that confidence. She just thrives on that, you know, <laughs> on writing that line. <laughs> um, okay. So now the, the next scene is a shot. Um, so we're with Brianna in class because um, she's studying at Harvard, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so she's uh, in a history class and the professor is – reading bits and pieces of like this poem and is speaking about uh it's a poem about paul revere which i think i'm not gonna pretend like i know my history but i think he was one of the explorers and da 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 and it's a poem that talks about april 1775 and paul revere warned them of a british attack and i think he warned the american army or whatever about a british attack and like you know that that whole thing and He's kind of talking about that and he's like, he says, but, you know, he makes up the point that like the story, you know, isn't really told in full. There was a, there was actually a guy with him whose last name was Prescott who had a major role to play, but you know, he's, he's not really mentioned in the, in the stories. And so some names are lost to history, right? He kind of makes Mm. that point of like some names are lost to history. It's based on like perception and and that sort of stuff and so then he dismisses the class and then he asks Brianna to stay back Miss Randall stay back um and basically you know we find out Brianna so not only is Brianna like failing this class but she's failing multiple classes and he's like you know I've spoken to your other professors like this isn't like you um you know and he's like you know I I I was you know, your father was a friend of mine because again, her father, like Frank was a taught there. Yeah. Yeah. It was in, it was in the history department, which was also where she's a student being like, you know, you know, I, you know, I want to help you. Your father's a friend of mine. She's like, you know, I'm fine. Really? Like, I'm fine. Um, like, okay. <laughs> so then, um, the next scene is now we're like at the apartment. It's like okay. dark. Bree's okay. just getting home. We can tell it's late. She's like alone in the house. So we can assume that like Claire's probably still at work at the hospital and Bree's kind of getting home from school. Right. Late. Um, and, you know, she's kind of looking around. She's looking at like the Christmas tree. So we're clearly close to Christmas because the tree's right. up, decorated. She's like looking at this ornament that says on it like Brianna's first Christmas and like we can tell in the intro title that it was mm-hmm. like Claire that hand painted it because we can tell oh, okay. by her ring okay. um and then she looks and there's like this box on the table and she starts looking through the box and it's like has like some of Frank's things in it like his like pipe and then there's like photographs in it so okay. she's like having a moment like she's clearly missing her dad Right. Right. Like that. So that's kind of how, you know, so clearly she's just struggling in many Mm -hmm. aspects. Right. Um, and so then the next scene that we get is we're back at the hospital and it's Claire and Claire and Joe, and they're like in their, they're in their office 
doing paperwork. So okay. they, they share an office. Cute. Right? Isn't that so cute? Two of them that and they like cute. and their desks like face each other. Oh. Not like that that, cute. but like not, not touching. Yeah. Side. No, not yeah. touching, but like facing each other. So like not like the wall. You know, when you go into somewhere, like everyone has their own desk like facing yeah. the walls. But no, their desks are facing each other. Okay. Um and then um I think she's kind of just thinking. And then Joe's like you know, you have that look, the same look that you had when you came back from Scotland. And then he like pours a drink. So I'm assuming they're like off duty now and they're like just doing paperwork because they're like drinking. Yeah. And then just, um, yeah. yeah. So he gives her a drink and he's like, you know, you, are you ever going to tell me what happened like in Scotland? Oh, and Claire's like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing really to tell. And then he <laughs> lies um, she's like, oh, only that, you know, my husband from 200 years ago is might be, might actually alive. be alive. I but not alive now, but, now, but alive. But like, if I went back, he'd be, he'd be alive. You had, yeah. to, you had to be there. If I went back 202 years, he might be He might alive. be around. Because he might have died later than when I thought he died. <laughs> yeah, he's still dead, but maybe it was just later than I thought. Um, but yeah, she's like, oh, nothing, nothing to tell really. And then he's like looking at her. He's like, I, and he's like, did you meet a man, Lady Jane? <laughs> That's cute. I love them. And then she's like, you know, Claire, trying to be like all like, not a not exactly. And and then he's like, oh, I can't believe you, you know, you held out on me. Like, well, like, tell me the scoop. And then she's like, well, you know, there, there was someone from my past. And she's like, oh, so he's Scottish. <laughs> he is indeed he, indeed she, well and she's like as scottish as they come um and he's like mm, it sounds it sounds serious and she's like mm, yep I, she married him yep yep she's had like, his kid ex- yep tried to try to fight a war and change history um yep. uh she's like you know as as serious as it comes and he's like okay well like what happened and she's like oh well you know, we ended up going our separate ways. I, I hoped that we'd able be that we'd be able to like find each other again, but fate had other ideas. And then Joe's like, mm-hmm. Joe's like, fuck fate. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, that, Joe. That's right. No, I love Joe. He's like, fuck fate. And then there's like a knock on the door, and then a nurse comes in and with like surgical reports that she needs Dr. Abernathy to go over. And then Claire's like, well, that's my cue. Good night. And Joe's like, to be continued. <laughs> She's like, mm, night. <laughs> so then um, now we are, and this is again, I don't know what is time. Who knows? I'm assuming this is maybe like a day or two later. Because um, okay. it's now giving us a shot. Um, it's daytime. It's giving us a shot outside the apartment. Okay. And like this yellow cab pulls up. And okay. then we see someone get out of the cab. And who is it? Roger? Roger. Yeah. So, so Roger. He find things. Well, so Roger arrives and he's like, oh, well, I guess there's no turning back now. And Roger's like, either, you know, you know, either this is the most daft thing I've ever done or the most brilliant. And the cabbie's like, and his, this is going to be the worst Boston accent ever. This cabbie's like, yeah, 250. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. That was like Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like newsies i don't know he's like yeah whatever 250 and um he's he like got okay. no time for that he's like whatever dude and so then he walks so then he walks up to the door to, and he rings okay. the doorbell 
but then he can hear voices coming through the door and he can hear like arguing <laughs> he's like oh great so then he has to ring the doorbell again and then the door opens and Brianna opens the door really fast and it's like what <laughs> and then realize and it's like oh it's you never mind I'll take it back <laughs> whoops and then so then okay so then it cuts and now that seems like Roger's like entering the house. We can kind of see like bo- a few boxes that okay. have been like packed up. And then um, Brianna's like, oh, look who's here. And Claire's like, oh, and you can tell it's like, again, there's like awkwardness in the air. Like they've clearly they've just, they were in the middle of a fight. Right. And so Claire's like, oh, what, what are you doing in town? Like it's a little bit awkward. So this is where we find out. Um, Claire's like, you know, Brianna has decided to drop out of Harvard. So oh. that's so like that's what they're fighting about, right? And and then she says, and is deciding to move out. And Brianna and Brianna's like, which is my decision to make. And then, you know, Claire's like, let me, let me call the dean. Like he's still a good, I can, I can pro- he's still a friend. Like I'm sure he can figure it out. She's like, no, I need a break. You're not listening. <laughs> And then she says, you know, you, you know, you expect me to just come back to just to come back and be who I was you uh, know, okay, before yeah. I found out, found out all everything, of all of, you know, that is a lot to try and take in. Like, I don't really. And then you're that. sitting there studying history. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, this is what my dad went through. That's great. Right. So fun. So, and you know, Claire's in mom mode being like, let's not drop out. Uh, let's, yeah, let's, to- let's, let's look at other Let's not do that. Options. Um, and then we hear like a car pull up and someone honk and, you know, she's like, you know, sorry, I got to go. You know, it's good to see you, Roger. Let's hang out tomorrow. And she like picks up a box and like leaves. So then it's just Claire and Roger <laughs> staring at each other. being like, ooh. And Claire's like, you know, sorry, you walked in on that. You seem to have a, you know, a, a knack for walking into our family arguments. And he's like, oh, you were arguing? Oh, couldn't tell <laughs> no. at all. Not yeah, that's at, least at all. The second blow up, he's like been there. <laughs> he's like, not at all. He's like, she's like, oh, would you like something to eat? He's like, actually, uh, no, I, I should probably go check in in my hotel. You know, and she's like, oh, nonsense. Like, you'll stay here. So then the next scene, it's, it's maybe a little bit later in the night, like, you know, okay. maybe like an hour has passed or something. And it's Roger and Claire sitting at like their kitchen at the kitchen table. Mm. Eat like eat. They've like finished dinner. They're now drinking and just kind of like chatting. So they're kind of chatting back and forth. And Claire brings up, oh, like this is your first Christmas without the Reverend. Um, and then um, and he's I. And Roger says something about like, yeah, I think that's maybe why I wanted to make like a new tradition, maybe have an American Christmas or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Talking about how stuff the Reverend used to do and all that kind of stuff. And he he doesn't want to go back to the house for Christmas or whatever right. kind of thing. And then Claire Claire talks about how, you know, when Brianna was little, her and Frank used to read a Christmas carol to her until she grew out of it. Or maybe until Frank and I grew out of reading it to her. Um, and then she's like, says to him, like, you know, I'm glad you're here. Like, Brie, Brie needs someone to talk to. And like, you're the, you're the only one that understands. She yeah. can't really talk to her friends about like, so guess what I found out this summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, casual chit chat for the, you know. You're like, you'll never guess yes. what I found out. 
So then um, they get up and start walking to the living room. And Roger, I love how like Roger's like the guest. He's in her house and he's like, would you like a whiskey? (laughs) Goes and like pours her a drink. So then he starts talking about like, you know, I'm I'm a historian. You know, I'm curious by nature. I'm like a dog with a bone, you know, I got to look. And she's like, okay. And then she's, and then he's like, you know, I I have some news that might put, put a smile on your face. Um, and then Claire's like, okay, (laughs) right. And then Claire's like, um, okay, I could do with some good news right now. Um, you know, my daughter's just gonna friggin' drop out. So you got some good news. Of Harvard. Of Harvard. My goodness. Um, and, uh, and, um, and sorry, there's an animal making <laughs> that's potentially dreaming, making noises. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> okay, let's get back <laughs> let's get back on track. They're so cute. But yeah, so she's like, oh, I could I could, you know, I could use some good news. And then Roger's like, okay, well, I found him. Well, I found an article written in 1765 in a journal okay um so not quite 66 but real close like they've established a huge jump so he's like it's 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 because he left hell's water in 64 right okay so this is in 65 okay Mm -hmm. so then he says you know this journal advocates for the repeal of restrictions on the import of spirits into the scottish highlands which that sounds like a very Jamie thing to be a part of. Um, like, I really need some whiskey. I, come on now. So Claire's like listening and she's very stoic. Like she's kind of hard to she's read. Like, Don't react. Don't she's react. She's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, you know, look, look at this line. And he like brings a copy of the article that he has. And he's like, you know, shows it to her and it, and he quotes and he says, Four has been four has been known for ages past. Freedom and whiskey gang together, and then oh, got a jaw drop from Brittany. Look at that quote. Ooh, ooh, and then he's like, "You told me you quoted that line to Jamie." And then Claire's like, "You think he wrote this?" And Roger's like, "I do." Look at the beginning of the article. He quotes the poem again, and then Claire's like, "Well, th- but this is a poem by Robert Burns. Like anybody could have known this." And then uh, Roger's like, Robert Burns was only six years old in 1765. Um, The poem wasn't written until like, till 21 years later from that point. Um, And then he's like, he, and then he says like, you know, only someone with knowledge of the future could, could quote lines that hadn't been written yet. Um, And Claire's like hiding it. Be like, I think she's like freaking out. But like, well, yeah, of course. Not but showing like, it. you're like, I can't. What if it's wrong? What if it's wrong? Like, don't actually yeah. freak out, right? But you're freaking out because you're like, it could be. But then you're like, don't. Well, don't, and don't, I don't. think part of her scared of like, what would it mean then if she does find him? Because then that's yeah. a whole other decision too. Like, do yeah. you just abandon everything you have now? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I mean, it's it's a lot of like is it real? And then if it's real, what does that mean? Right. Yeah. Cause suddenly you'd have a decision to make. Right. Um, um, my dog's drinking water and he's really loud. 
<laughs> um, so cute. And then Claire's like, Claire's like, um, yeah, okay, but it doesn't indicate an author. And then Roger's like, look, look at the printer's name. And then it says who wrote it. So it says Alexander Malcolm, 1765. <gasps> His middle name. Mm, right. And then Claire's oh. so then Claire is starting to stare at this. And then we can hear like Jamie and Claire's like theme music play <laughs> in that moment. And Claire's like, he he was a printer. And Roger's like, yeah, and living in Edinburgh in 1765. According to our parallel timeline, that's only a year ago. Um, and Roger's sm- Roger's smiling. He's like super excited. Roger, and then, look at you coming through. I, I didn't say, like you. I was gonna say, and you didn't like him. I don't know if I still like him, but I mean, he's helping here. Yeah, it's it's. I don't it's, really like him. It's still, a win but, right now. It's it's very yeah. helpful. Um, Definitely not on the Roger train, <laughs> but he's useful. Um, so he's smiling, and Claire, you can tell she kind of like doesn't <laughs> doesn't know what to do with her face. She's like. And then she like gets up and kind of starts pacing for a second. And then she turns to him and she's like, I never asked you to do this. And he's like, I, I, I thought you'd want to know. And she's like, well, I don't. And he's like, mm. I'm sorry. And then she's like, you know, Katrina, she's got like tears welling up in her eyes. And she's like, I could have lived the rest of my life not knowing. And then she's like 20 years ago. And then <laughs> this gets, she goes 20 years ago and her voice like quivered in this moment. And she's like 20 years ago, I shut the door on the past. Um, and it was the hardest thing that I ever, that I've ever done. And when you told me he survived Culloden, I began to hope I can't go through that again. And he's like, but this isn't like, this isn't hope. Like this is real. Like you can go to Jamie. And then she's like, and leave Brianna with everything she's going through now. How could I do that to her? I'm her mother and she needs me. I cannot abandon my daughter. Um, and then Roger's like, uh, okay, how, how can I help? Like, what, what can I, what can I do? And then she's, Claire's like, just don't tell her. It'll only confuse matters. And he's like, you know, I, I won't, I won't say a word. And she's like, I, I, I know you meant well. He's like, yeah, um, you know, thanks. Thanks for dinner. Like if it's all the same to you, I'm going to retire and go to bed, you know, <laughs> jet lag. Also a little awkward. Yeah, exactly. So that happens. And then we cut to, you know, later that night, Claire's like in her nightgown, sitting in her windowsill, like looking out the window and has like the, the pearl necklace in her hand. Like, right. You know, pondering. And then cut to, okay, now we are uh, at the hospital in Claire and Joe's office again. Mm-hmm. And there's like all of, there's like basically like all bits of like these skeleton bones, like on his desk that they're looking at. Right. And I guess um, Joe's friend sent them over to him for a second opinion. I think he's like an anthropologist and he wanted a second opinion. And so Claire's like, okay, interesting. And then Joe is like looking at the one skull and he's like, "Mm, pretty lady. (laughs) And then he's like, you know, full grown, mature, maybe late 40s. Claire's like eyeing the bones and she's like, she has like her arms crossed like this. She's like, okay. And then she like, so then she goes and like picks up, picks up the skull. And then she's like, he sent you over a 150 year old murder victim. And Joe looks at her and he's like, I mean, you're only off by about 50 years. And then he's like, um, you know, my friend is an anthropologist and he's looking for some help determining like what the cause of death was. And he's like, what made you think that she was murdered? 
He's like, I didn't say nothing. She's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. And then Joe says, like, you know, she she was found in a cave in the Caribbean, and there was like artifacts found with her. Um, and he's looking at like all of the bone pieces. And then he's like, aha, and he picks up these like two tiny little bones. And he's like, looky here, you were right. <laughs> and Claire's like, broken neck. I can see Brittany's trying to figure out what, what this is heck? leading to right now. You're like, this, yeah, this is, is so the weirdest random. thing. What is going on here? Why are they looking at these bones? But he's like, he's like, aha, looky here, you were right. And Claire's like, oh, broken neck. And he's like, more than that, the bone's not just cracked. The fracture planes go right through to the centrum. Um, somebody tried to cut this lady's head clean off with a dull blade. And then he looks at Claire. He's like, how did you know? And she's like, she just uh, felt like it. And Joe's like, witch. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He's just like, okay. Great. Um, and then Claire's like, oh, um, you know, found in a cave, you said? And, and Joe's like, oh, yeah, a, a secret slave burial site they think although this lady was no slave no siree I love he throws all that stuff in um and he says she wasn't black um you can tell by the length from the tibia relative to the femur and then claire's like oh the cruel index so i guess there's like this index based on like bone lengths relative to different parts that can tell you the ethnicity or race of skeletons apparently so they can tell from the bones that this that this woman was white right um so claire's like uh looking low-key uncomfortable and then claire's like bones don't lie and joe's like tell they tell all and he's like now what aren't you telling me about your man in scotland (laughs) like such a segue no wait but like how did she know she was murdered um we're led to believe because there's always been something a little mm, weird about claire like it's they go into it more in the books i will say i don't feel like the show really plays it out much but it's more like claire has this i don't want to it's not like psychic because she's not psychic but like senses things um they suggest that maybe that's because you know like for example remember when master raymond was like healing her yeah she was like describing it in detail how she could like feel the little yeah particles Particles exploding in her body and leave like like that kind of goes into it too how she has this like weird ability sense thing she just like she actually felt it from the bones i think so i think it's like but like she doesn't even know it like she's just like and he's like how how did you know she was a murderer and he's like she's like "Eh, i don't know she just felt like it like i think it weirds her out too like she doesn't really know okay okay but so so um but yeah so he's like you know so what aren't you telling me about your man in scotland and then claire's like okay well he's he's Bree's real father. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then she's like, and I, I told her when we were in Scotland, it's the reason she's having like such a hard time right now. And she's struggling so much. And then Joe's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad you told me. It explains a lot. <laughs> He's like, you still love him? And then she's like, I never stopped. And, and then Joe's like, no one thought you and Frank were Ozzy and Harriet. Um, 
And then he's like, you know, I've watched you live a half life for over 15 years. If you have a second chance at love, you should take it. So speaking that wisdom, mm -mm, right? Right, Joe. So tell her for him to say, like, I've watched you live a half life. Yeah. So he's like, you know, Brianna will come around. And she's like, thank you, Joe. So then now the next scene. Oh, I guess. Okay. So it's like Roger in the apartment and he's like watching TV. Like Claire's at work. Bree's out or moved out or whatever. He's like watching like the old version of Dark Shadows like on TV. Um, And Bree comes in and is like, oh, hey, you know, Dark Shadows, what are you watching? She like goes into the kitchen, grabs a pop out of the fridge comes back in you know sorry sorry about yesterday and then she mentions that um she mentions that um the university is like having this thing for for frank they're naming a fellowship after him like you know and then she's like you you know you should come and we can get there a little bit early and i can like show you around i'd give you a tour of the harvard sites he's like okay sure so then the next scene is them it's it's Brian and Roger and they're at Harvard and they're in what I can only describe as like some like big cavernous architecture. Okay. Like fancy <laughs> ceilings. I don't know. I can't describe. Okay. But um and she like a big hall thing. Yeah, but it's like out like it's outside. Like there's no oh, walls. Like it okay. leads to like yeah. outside, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I get you. And she's like describing it and she's like, you know, it's one of the only examples of Gothic revival on campus. And, and he, and then he says something about, um, you know, I wonder how many people have wandered through here over the years. Like, you know, how many, you know, the words that have been so spoken, the the secrets that have been told, how many secrets are like etched into the stone kind of thing. And Bray's like, Oh, he's going to tell her. Well, well, and she's like, She's like, oh, I've never, I've never really thought about that before. She's like, I've been coming here since I was a child. I've never once thought of it that way. Um, and then um, I've never really thought of it that way. And then, you know, she says like, oh, I was, I was always more fascinated with how it was built. Right. You know, like all the structure, like she's talking about the engineering and the, the architecture of it all. And then Roger's like, that doesn't sound like the daughter of a historian. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I'm not, am I? Like, I'm the daughter of an 18th century Highlander. And then- Okay, Brie, bring the snark down. <laughs> like, I don't like Roger either, but like, that's all you're getting a little bit. Bring the snark down. Come on. Um, and then, you know- and then he talks about how Roger talks about how he had very few memories of his, of his father, of his real father, mm-hmm. but he had very few memories, but the Reverend used to tell him stories. Right. And he's like, you know, you know, he made, you know, he made my father real for me, you know, which helped me know myself, which helped me to know myself. Like everybody needs to know their history. And then Bree's like, why though? What if it's made up? You know, hit, and she's like, history can't be trusted. It, it changes depending on who tells it and the perspective mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. She's like, what if it's just made up? Um, and then, um, oh, yeah, I guess it just ends there. And she's like, we should get going. And he's like, okay, then. So then we're in, um, they're having, so it's like they're having this small ceremony to like honor Frank. It's like, you know, in in a little in a room they're like 
given words about Frank. There's a handful of people around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to the next, it cuts then to, okay, there must be having like a reception slash cocktail hour after where everybody's just kind of like schmoozing and talking or whatever, right? Schmoozy schmooze. Yeah. So then Claire um, talks to the dean. Um, so he would be the dean of the history department and uh, department and she, you know, thanks him and, and all that kind of stuff. And he's talking to her and they're talking back and forth. And then there's this woman that walks by and, um, he's like, Oh, professor Travers, don't forget. I need your grant proposal on my desk by Monday. She's like, of course, I'll make sure to have it to you. And who is this woman, Brittany? Oh, it's Frank's. It's Sandy. Sandy. Frank's lady. So, and, and Claire's, like, facial expressions immediately go to, like, ice. like, <laughs> And then, awkward. And then the dean's like, oh, have you met Mrs. Mrs. Randall, Frank's wife? And, and this is, oh, you know, Lord. this is Professor Travers. She's doing a thesis on blah, 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 blah linguistic something, something. And Claire's like, mm, fascinating, I'm sure. And then, <laughs> and then the, dean gets, the dean gets called away. Um, and he's like, oh, excuse me. So then it leaves the two of them and it's awkward for a second. Oh, yeah. And then, and then Sandy looks at her and goes, Frank would have hated all this fuss. And Claire's like, hmm, I think he would have rather liked it. And then Sandy's like, he always told me the work is the reward. And Claire, Claire's definitely like, yeah, I'm out. And she's like, if you'll excuse me. And she goes to try to walk away. Yeah, and like, as, I'm not talking to you, with you. Like, like no, no, oh, bye. And as she's walking away, Sandy goes, you should have let him go. <gasps> and then Claire. Okay, can we kill her too? <laughs> and then. So Woman, then, shut up. Like, well, and you, so you can tell Claire's like, look, because they're in a room with like surrounded by people. Yeah. So, you can see, so Claire's like looking around, trying to keep her voice down and is like, I beg your like, pardon. Like, you're going to do that right now? Like, go right? away. Like, well, she's it, like, that I, doesn't need to be said. Shush. Time and place. She's like, I beg your pardon. And then Sandy's like, you know, all those years, you never wanted him, but you wouldn't give him up. <laughs> Lady, she wanted a divorce. He mm. wouldn't do it. Mm. Well, and then Claire's like, I don't see how that's any of your business. And then Sandy's like, oh, Sandy's got a speech and I wrote it all down. Claire just sits here and listens with, okay. So then she's like, he told me he stayed for Brianna, but I knew. A part of him was still in love with you and always would be, no matter how much you broke his heart. Um, I had I to live like this lady. She's like, I had to live with that because he was the love of my life. And I wanted Hey, you him. made that choice. So why are you hurting Claire now? Go away. <laughs> She's like, and I wanted you know him. just own their shit in this show. And just own your decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Own your shit. Own Stop your blaming shit. Claire for everything. Um, and she's like, and I wanted him, even if, if it meant I had to share him with you. I could have made him happy, but you were selfish. You wanted it all. So it goes again to when I asked that question at the beginning, was Claire being selfish? No. And I'm not going to say that like she didn't make mistakes, but like I feel like they're both equally, resp- equally responsible. Yes, like, because they're adults. She didn't hoodwink him or lie no. to him. Like I, Frank he, has he knew every, he knew all the, the ability to in. make decisions too. She wasn't mm-hmm. holding him hostage. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so she's like, but you were selfish. You wanted it all. So you lived a lie and you made Frank and Brianna live it too. You threw away 20 years with him. I would give anything to have just one more day. 
And you're okay, like, that's not her fault. Yeah. Like, yes, it wasn't a happy marriage. And again, it goes back to the thing of like, well, if you think she was in the wrong for going back to Frank in the first place, then that's going to be your opinion and whatever. But, um, I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like it was in, it, it was the position she was in at the time. And she, and like we've said before, we've gone over this a lot. Like she was, she was completely honest and upfront. Didn't try to pass the kid off as his. Frank's a big boy. He made the decision. He accepted it. We're not going to take that autonomy away from him. He has an autonomy too as a character, and he made his choice. They're, I and think guess they're what? both equally Sandy responsible. Sandy also did. If you don't like the idea that your man stayed with another woman, don't stay with him then. Yeah. You had that decision. That's not Claire's fault. Claire didn't make you f- stay with Frank, even though you thought he was in love with Claire. You made that decision. Own your shit. <laughs> And I understand right. the heart wants what it wants. Like if she loved him, yeah. you know, for, for her, Frank was the love of her life. Okay. Yeah. But that, and, that's not Claire's fault. That's but, your fault. <laughs> Actually, it's Frank's fault. That's just, you know, it, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. It feels like everybody lost on all sides, but it's like, there's no one person to lay the blame on because everyone yes, tries to is. lay the blame on Frank. Claire. And it's, no, no, like, no. it's not Frank. just Claire. Frank is. No, involved. no, no. It's Frank's fault. Yeah, it's all Frank. <laughs> Frank's fault. Yeah. Let me just say it again. It is okay. all Frank's fault. Okay. Perfect. Good. Guys. And period point. As done someone bold. as someone said on Twitter, welcome to Team Icy Road. Yes. <laughs> and now I would like to, to invite Sandy there. Ouch. Come along. Ouch. I know, because I think last time you were like, you know, Sandy didn't really do anything wrong, but then it's like, okay, but that was also. But now you're trying to hurt people. I don't like that. That's not nice. Yeah, it was. It was a Nina on Twitter where she was like, "Welcome to team hashtag Team Icy Road." (laughs) It's a fun time. It's a fun time, but yeah. So anyway, she says that, and then she walks away, and 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 Claire is stuck there, and she really looks like Jackie O here because she's she's all in black, but she has like that very 60s jackie o hat on oh yeah and all that or whatever the little and, like flight attendant one yeah. and um so yeah and then brie looks over so like brie notices that like something's up like brie's across the room talking with roger and someone else and like looks over and notices and i was like hmm okay so then the next scene is brie and claire and they're walking the halls of harvard clearly like on their way to leave and then brie is like you know that that blonde woman you were talking to like I, I i feel like i've seen her before like who is she and claire's like oh you know she was a student of your father's and then um Brianna's like you know I remember her I remember I was with a bookstore once with with daddy and he daddy stopped to talk with her you know something was off the way the way that he looked at her it's the same way he used to look at you (sighs) yeesh um and then she says back when we were at the stones we said no more lies only the truth between us and then yeah Claire tell her that Jamie's a liar (laughs) well so she starts with Frank loved her and he was planning on marrying her. And then Brianna was like, you told me that I look like Jamie. So all my life, daddy had to look at me and see another man, the man you really loved. He must've hated me. And Claire's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, raising you was the, you know, was his greatest joy. Like you were his life's work. And then Brianna's like, what about you? Um, you know, there must have been part of you that resented me. I was the reason that you lost Jamie. 
she's like, no, 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 like never. Like what I resented was that I had to leave Jamie, but like the day that you were born and I held you and that nurse said, where'd you get the red hair? <laughs> and she's like, you know, the day that you were born and I held you in my arms for the first time and I nursed you and um, there was, I've never felt anything like it. Like I love you for you, not for the man who fathered you. Um, and then Bree's like, well, you must still think about him. And she says, I do. Um, and then she's like, there's something else I need to be honest about. And then she pulls the paper out. Clearly she was carrying this paper with her in her purse everywhere she went. And she gives just it to looking Bree. at his name. <laughs> I see you, Jamie. I see you, Alexander Malcolm. Um, so she gives the, the paper to Bree and Bree reads it. And she's like, you found him. Like, this means like, you can go back. You can go back to Jamie. And Claire's like, well, that, that's not why I'm telling you. My life, my life is here with you. And she's like, I'm all grown up, mama. I can live on my own. And she's like, I love you, but I don't need you. Not the way I did when I was little. And Claire's like, I know. And they hug. So Free, now, being an adult, I love this. <laughs> look at, look Snaps at for you. Look at the growth. Much different than when she had her temper tantrum and said, "Yes, you know, it's a shame one of you had to die. Too bad it wasn't you. Yeah, that was mean. But we've come a long way. Yes. We're, we're growing Gross. up now. Good job. Gross, Good job. Right? Um, and so, okay, so now the next scene is we're back at the hospital. It's the evening. I'm taking this as like the hospital staff's like Christmas gathering. Like, oh, okay. You know, they're all kind of hanging around. They're having a drink. There's Christmas decorations everywhere. And they're all sitting around watching the TV. And it looks like they're watching a transmission from Apollo 8. Oh, so they're okay. getting like a transit, a transition, a transmission from the crew talking to them, right? And then Joe is like sitting there and he's like, How do you take a trip like that and come back to life as you knew it? And then We've had surprisingly very little voiceover this whole chunk of the season. Like, I feel like mm, it's only been yeah. a handful of times, right? But we have a voiceover moment, right? And it's so Claire's like, you know, you know, I had, I had been in many ways further than the moon and, and on an even more impossible journey. And the answer was, yes, you can come back to your life, but it's never the same. Um, but, maybe, but maybe it was enough to have gone once. How many people could say that they had that? And Claire's like thinking and then she stands up and goes and looks, goes over to the window and looks outside and is looking at the moon. And as she's doing, as she's looking outside, we hear like, you know, that song that played at the stones with the Druids like that. Yeah. So that, that song's playing and she's um, looking at the window. It's um, calling her back. It's calling her. Come back to me, my pretty. Come back. <laughs> um, and then the next scene. Okay. So we're at the apartment um and it's okay so this is a scene it's so it's claire and brie and they're like sitting on a couch having a conversation and claire's like trying to make sure brianna understands she's like are you sure you're all like you can live with this brianna because she she's trying to make it clear to her like if i go i might not be able to come back it's not like a elevator that you just like hop on and off and brianna's like well you've done it before and then claire's like there are no guarantees. Like we met, we may never see each other again. Can you live with that? Cause I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, you know, basically missing all her milestones being like, you know, to never, to never see you get married, to never see you like, you know, walk down the aisle, 
graduate from, from uni- university, hold my first grandchild, like all of these things that she's like, I'll never be able to see if I go. And then Brian is like, it w- well, it won't be easy. And then, and then Bree's like, you know, I've been trying to figure out if I'm more Randall or Fraser. Um, but what I realized is that I'm more you than either of my fathers. And if I can turn out to be half the woman you are, I'll be fine. Um, and then Claire's great. like, <laughs> you just being great. I love you. You're great. Um, and then Claire's like, but I'm the one who knows. Can you I be better team Brie? <laughs> Screw everyone else. I'm on her team now. Uh, um, but uh, Claire's like, but I'm the one who knows you better than, than, than anyone. And then Bree's like, you know, who doesn't know me? Jamie. Um, Go tell she- him. She's like you owe like you owe it to him to go back, and I want you to go and tell him everything. Um, and Claire still looks a little hesitant. And then Brianna's like, "There's something else, isn't there?" And then Claire's like, "What if he's forgotten me, or what if he doesn't love me anymore?" And I just wrote, "Lols, Claire, Claire you dumb dumb, you silly. This man has been." Hi. This man lived in a cave for six years because he just didn't want to be near life. He just and then volunteered to go to prison and then just and then just and then broke out to swim to a friggin' island and then when realized you weren't there, he's like, I'll just willingly go back to prison. <laughs> like after he trying to get stabbed because he yeah. was done. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think he still remembers you. Uh, or what if he doesn't love me anymore? Oh I don't sweet, think it's possible for sweetie. Jamie to not love you. Right? And that well, and so then Bree says to her, like, you told me what you felt. For Jamie was the most powerful thing you've ever felt in your whole life. Has that changed? And she's like, no. And then she's like, well, then you have to trust it's the same for him. Um, Look at your wise words. <laughs> and then she's Bree, like, so proud of you. And then she was, you know, she's starting to, she was raised by a smart lady and she she's starting to like, you know, come into her own. And then she's like, you know, you gave Jamie up for me. Now I have to give him back to you. Um, and so <laughs> Brittany, are you getting sentimental? There's so many, like, I love this scene. Like it's a really sweet scene between the two of them. That's so cute. Yeah. It's a really sweet mother daughter scene. Um, and so then they hug and you can tell they're like, so, you know, when you're hugging someone, you can't see each other's faces, right? Yeah. So kind of like, I, it's like, they let their real emotions show and you can tell like, they're both sad. Like it's yeah breaking Bree's heart. Cause she's yeah. like, I may never see my mother again. And Brianna's like, or, and like Claire's like, I may never see my child again. Like, so it's, you know, they're both many emotions about this. Right. Um, so now we're back at the hospital and like, Joe's like walking down the hallway and, and Claire, I I love it. We see like Dr. Claire with her like white medical coat on walking down. And she goes, um, she goes like, Joe, do you have a minute? Like, I need, I need a second opinion. And then so they go into their office and he's like, yeah, you know, what's, what's the case? And she's like, it's not about a case. I need an honest opinion from a friend. And he's like, okay. And stands there. And then she goes, am I attractive sexually? And <laughs> I wrote, I wrote in record scratch, you know, that like moment, like Joe looks up and is like, what? <laughs> he's looking at her. He's like, it's a true question, right? <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I need a male point of view. And well, you're the only man I can have this conversation with. <laughs> and so then he's like, 
is this about your man? And then she's like, well, I, I, I'm thinking of giving it. She's so British. She's like, I'm thinking of giving it to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he's like, and you want to look like you never left. And then she's like, well, I haven't seen him in 20 years. Um, and then she's like, Dude, he's I- been living in a cave. You're fine. In prison and in just- prison and just, mm. And then, you know, then she says to him, like, you know, have I changed terribly since I first met you? And he looks at her and he goes, <laughs> he's like, you're a skinny white bra with too much hair, but a great ass. He'll be in heaven when he sees you, Lady, Lady Jane. <laughs> Joe and Brie, new favorite characters. You know what? I don't need Rupus. These two just coming in swinging. Are Love you. I know. And in, in the book, we get a little Wait, we're bit gonna more. We're going to lose Joe. I, oh, no. Right? Well, and in the book, we get a little bit more Joe backstory, too, of, like, how, like, Bree's really close to him, too. Oh, and like, cute. So we assume, like, it's inferred in the show that there is that back Because when she says to well, Joe, yeah, like, that's why Bree's struggling so much. So, like, he yeah. clearly knows that she's going through a hard time. Well, and- yeah. I mean, if they've been friends for 15 years, he's watched her grow up, right? Yeah. Exactly. And he's no, and I think, cause they even show in the graduation scene that like, he clearly suspects that something's up with their marriage. Like, yeah, you know, and clearly he, he knew it was a sham of a marriage based on the, I watched you live a half life for 15 <laughs> years. Yeah. Oof. But yeah. So he's, so the, then, yeah. So then he's just like, yeah, he's like, you know, he'll be in heaven when he sees you, Lady Jane. And you can see Claire's trying to like hold back a smile and she's like, that's exactly what I needed to know. So then Joe like goes to grab his coat. Um, and he's like, yeah. So he goes to like grab his coat to grab his stuff to then leave. And Claire's kind of just staring at him and he stops and he's like, what? And she's like, nothing. Just thank you, Joe. And then he's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And she watches him leave. And it's like, and that's a goodbye. Cool. Cause she knows in her mind mentally, she's not going to see him again. Bye Jojo. Bye, Joe. Bye, Joe. Bye. Um, and so then now, okay, so now the next scene, we're back at the apartment. And Roger This is Bre- as sad as Gladys all over again. <laughs> so. Um, she just can't have a friend. I know. She has to keep. <sighs> Louise, like, Gladys, Joe. Just, just, just keep leaving. such a string of them. They're all so great. She just can't. She has to just keep leaving places or times <laughs> just want her to have a good, a good best friend a good buddy that doesn't get Whoa. burned or 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 knocked up in paris or abandoned or, in the future <sighs> mm. although she did have to like her and joe had a good 15 year run you know yeah, but i didn't get to experience any of it now did i you this flashed through it all i didn't get it i got one scene of cute jonas <laughs> now i love him and now you're gonna tear me away from him <laughs> like man come on um so okay so then the next scene it's back joe probably helped her kill frank (laughs) (laughs) he seems like a good best friend like that you're like i'll cover i'll cover for you or you at least covered the alibi for sure like listen she was with me all night i don't know what you're talking i don't know what you're talking about yep i never heard of that man frank don't know (laughs) don't know you're seeing his car nope don't, I don't know what you're speaking about. Um, okay, so now we're at the apartment, and it's Roger, Brie, and Claire, and they're like sitting around the Christmas tree. So I'm really getting the vibe that like it, 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 it it's got to be like Christmas Eve or like like okay. right there, right? 
and they're exchanging gifts, right? Mm. And so she opens a gift and rot, it, it's like this box in it and it's yes, a bunch of It's very European yes. to do the, the presents on Christmas Eve and not Christmas Day. Well, and I think it's also like she, you know, she's leaving. So they're like well, doing well, no, it's this, all, it's right? European. Yeah. But um, so so uh, she opens this like box and Roger and Brie had gotten her like these old coins from an antique store. So that she, oh, has, so she like, has money when she gets back there. And then she's like, oh, really thank cute. you. This will come in handy. And then Bree's like, I wanted to get you a flashlight, but Roger said you would end up in another witch trial. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> That's amazing. So she's like, oh, you know. Oh, my God. She goes back with a flashlight. Yeah, she gets put on trial again. Like, immediately, right out the gate. Like, maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> be oh, like, good is, Lord. You send her back with, like, a tape recording, and she can, like, play music. Oh, <laughs> they're like, God. what is this sorcery? Um, oh, that's too funny. But, yeah, so then, and then she's like, oh, well, you know, thank you. And then Roger's like, oh, there's something else. And so he gives it to her. She opens it up and it's this book and it's called the, um, a short history of Scotland, the nation. And she goes, Oh, "Oh." that's sneaky and smart. And she's like, Oh, this would have been really helpful the first time around. (laughs) Cheating now. Now we cheating. Right. She's like, this would have been really helpful the first time. And then she says, you know, I've been thinking about like what else I'll need when I, when I go back. And she's like, I borrowed, I borrowed, um, some supplies from the hospital. I bo- like I, I borrowed. Because <laughs> how are you returning it? I borrowed a scalpel and penicillin from the hospital. And Roger's like, clever. She's yeah. Like, you know, I figured 1968 Boston doesn't need it as much as like 1766 Edinburgh does. So you know, especially going back to Jamie, you know he's been stabbed a few times. <laughs> he's gonna need some penicillin. That man's Absolutely. gonna need some penicillin. It's going to be like two days and he's going to be back in jail. (laughs) So then Bree's like, oh, one more thing. And she gives her another gift and Claire opens it. And it's like this necklace and there's like um, a red type of gemstone in it. And it's topaz, which is Bree's birthstone. And then she's like, you can, you know, you can wear it when you go through the stones. Um, Because this is where we get that backstory, you know, because she says Jillian's book says that you need them to travel through the stones. Um. Mm. Because that's something that we've sort of found out is that gemstones offer protection as you go as you go through the stones. And Claire puts the necklace on necklace on, and it's like, yeah, I lost one both times I went through before. Like, and you're just like, very convenient that she had something with gemstones on it. Because otherwise, what would have yeah. happened? Oh, that was the stone from the ring Jamie gave her. What yeah. was the other gem? So she said the first time, I guess the watch she was wearing had jewels on it. that had some stones in it and then she said and then the other way was the stone from jamie's father's ring which was why it was like gone which they would not have known she wouldn't have known either way so she's really lucky jamie gave her that ring because i don't know what that trip would have been like without protecting her through stone magic it would have been maybe very bad um she just gets blown into a billion pieces <laughs> lost in like <laughs> what were we 400 bc remember in harry potter when they get what is it called like splinched oh yeah they, like, apparate and get like parts code <laughs> just get like splinched <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound time. like fun no especially when she went back she was pregnant that would have not been a good time um 
so then Bree's like, you know, how are you going to carry all of this? Like all of this stuff. It's not like they like walked around with like purses or like, we got to be like inconspicuous. And she's like, you know, I was thinking about that. Like I'll, I'll have to make something. And then Bree's like, you make something. And she's like, well, I think after all those years making your Halloween and recital costumes, like, I think I know my way around a sewing machine. Thank you very much. Don't Um, question Dr. Claire. Okay. Right. And then you almost said Randall. And then you're like, no, I did. And I didn't like it. (laughs) Like Claire. Um, And then Roger's like, "Ah, I like it. He's like, you could, you could put in a utility belt, like, like the caped crusader. And Bree's like, okay, how much TV have you been watching? Like, seriously, <laughs> got all the Batman references, like make your very own utility belt. Um, so then now the next scene is basically like a montage of Claire making her outfit. Cute. Um, and she's like taking like coats and like all these things. And she's like, she's like, you know sewing and putting all these things together oh and literally to the batman theme song is playing in the back like the really na, 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 batman batman is like playing as she's doing this montage um and then clearly it's a long night she's like yawning and then we see this the finished product she just happened to have one of those bodice mannequins like hanging around that i mean i guess if she's making costumes and well stuff i guess in the, past, in the 68 you uh, yeah it would be and a probably you'd thing. have put like probably your suit on it so it doesn't crease right i don't know yeah, they didn't like have iron. like irons and well no they did have irons did. i'm an idiot they did they didn't have steamers though i don't know oh, maybe you put stuff on but them. i mean i yeah i, I guess i care about things. wrinkles i don't care yeah i don't make things or well and it's one wrinkles. of those things that you like hang when you're putting together when you're sewing yeah oh yeah and stuff, well like, yeah those things. and you can put pins in it and like so i mean if she's made costumes i, I guess it would be a common thing more common than now um but um so yeah she like puts it all together and then we like see the finished product um and i can't wait for you to see this when you watch the show it's very very interesting it's like lots of layers it's like um when i say it's like a i don't know what color they would describe it as it's like i want to say it's a mix between a pale powder blue but a light like a very light powder purple lilac-y color that in between I'm picturing um, like, you know, um, in Goblet of Fire, when the girls school comes, they're wearing like that it pewter could, blue. Yeah, yeah, From Bobaton. Purple, yeah. Like the similar, yeah, blue color? Similar-ish to that color. Okay, okay. That's what I'm picturing that, in my head. Unless my memory of that film is completely wrong. Like it was kind of that purpley blue mm. periwinkly color. Yeah, I think it was a similar-ish color. Um, okay. And it's like a long dress. And then it's like, but it's like short. Sleeves, so she would wear oh. like blouse under it. Got it. Like a short bus, and then she has like this coat over top of it. Oh, okay. Um, right. And so then the next scene is like, okay, Claire's finished that, and now she's just sitting by herself that night, looking at herself in the mirror, like looking at her wrinkles. And I wrote, "LOL, where, <laughs> where are the wrinkles?" <laughs> you flawless angel. It's like it's still like thirty-five-year-old Katrina being like. I'm 50. <laughs> You're like, uh, um, I don't think so. But you nice look try. fabulous, girl. Um, so yeah, she's like, it's interesting because they do try to age a bit, but it's like she does not look much different than she did at the end of season two when she would have been like 2930. Like, so it's kind of so it's kind of funny. But we suspend our disbelief, okay? Yes. Um 
And uh, so, yeah, she's looking, she's like pulling her face, like looking at her face and, and then she's looking at her hair cause she has bits of gray in her, like she has gray in her hair. And so she's looking at that. Right. Um, and you're like, girl, he's going to think you sexy. Don't even like, come on, yeah, come on. Beautiful. Don't even worry about it. Also that confidence. Also you probably look younger than girls. 15 years younger than you when you get back there because um you have hygiene, hygiene you have tea cream cream beauty creams you were even even so back sweet. then jamie used to say like i've never seen a woman wash as much as you like yeah <laughs> it was about like hygiene right and she clearly imparted some things here you want to keep your teeth eat greens right you don't want to lose your yeah. teeth to scurvy um so then now um the next scene is like claire's packing everything up and we can see she's like packing up her little like doctor roll case so i think you? she's bringing like a bit like i think she's bringing a whole ass old school medical kit <laughs> and like rolling things up and all that kind of stuff um i'm not sure if this is later that night the next night i don't really know Time okay. confuses me because it, I don't know how she would have got that thing made in the same night. Like, yeah, that you know means I mean? it would take a while. It's got to be at least the next, because they're giving that montage of it's like really late because yeah. she's yawning. And then I'm like, but it's still dark. So I don't know if this is like maybe the next night. Again, sometimes Timeline with Outlander confuses me. I couldn't tell if Roger and Brie are wearing it the same outfit. I think they're wearing a different outfit, but it's like similar okay. colors. So I can't really tell. Anyway. At, at some point at most it's like maybe the next day okay she's packing up all of her stuff from roger and brie enter and brie's like mama you dyed your hair so so she you know to get rid of the gray a little bit and she's like you know just just touched up the gray with a little help from miss clairol and she's like well you look great with or without miss clairol um <sighs> And then they, and then, and then Roger like looks at the dress and is like, is that it? The bat suit? <laughs> this thing is forever known as the bat suit. Um, and then um, Bree's like, you made it out of raincoats. And she's like, well, I don't know if you've ever been to Scotland, Bree, but. It rains a lot. It rains a lot. And then she's like, she's like, where are you going to put everything? And then she's like, well. So we see that she takes like the penicillin and some of the mm. stuff and she's made like secret pocket, like pockets um. in the dress. So she like puts them in the dress and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then she talks about, you know, you know, do you think it looks okay? I mean, one sleeve is shorter than the other and the hem's a mess, but you know, and then she's like, no one will care, especially Jamie. Um, oh, and she's all, as she's packing up the bits of clothes and like her suitcase and stuff. Um, Bree's like, oh, is this my blouse? And she's like, I hope it'd be okay if I borrow it. Again, that term borrow, like where you're going to throw it back through the stones. But she's like, yes, I think it's like cute. It's like she can take a little bit of Brie with her. Yeah. Right? So she's wearing her blouse. And then, um, and then um, Roger is like, I uh, need to go see those some last minute provisions. And he like leaves the room or whatever um, to give Claire and Brie like a moment together and then Claire looks at Brie and is like he's a good one and Brie's like I know <laughs> like okay <laughs> okay calm it down there we are not team Roger okay. Claire, Claire's trying to match make she's like listen I know I'm not gonna have a say in anything because I'm about to leave but gotta get my two cents in <laughs> um 
and so then and so then Brie like or so Claire then gives Brie this letter. She's like, I want you to give this uh to Joe. He'll know what to do with it. It's my resignation letter to the hospital. Like he'll know what to do with it. Um, and then she's like, Okay, here's the deed to the house. It has your name on it, as well as all the, the bank accounts. So like she's put, you know, the house yeah. in her name, she's put her name on all the bank accounts. Brie's about to come into some money. Like a profet- I mean, a father that's a professor from Harvard, and then um, although I don't know how much Claire would have made in that time, but I mean, at a as a doctor's salary, I mean, probably it'd be like you know a comfortable amount. Yeah, she's probably for, okay for someone who's like nineteen. Yep. Um, or yeah, or twenty. Um, and Bree's like, I can't believe you're not letting me come with you to Scotland. And Claire's like, uh, Claire says, you know, th- this is how I want to do it. You know, the first time I went through, I was terrified. And the second time I was heartbroken. This time I just want it to be peaceful. (laughs) Although I wrote, except I hear it really really effing hurts and feels like you're being torn apart inside. But I mean, peaceful. Yeah, don't know if that's peaceful, Mm. but sure, sure. Zen. Zen. Um, And then she says, you know, if I had to say goodbye to you there, I might never go. And then Bree's like, well, that is not an option. And then she's like, I'm really going to miss you. I like, I'm really going to miss you, but like, but I'll be fine. And then she's like, um, she's like, find my father and give him this. And then she gives her a little kiss on the cheek. Um, and then Claire gives Brie the, the pearl necklace. She's like, here, I want you to have this. And she's like, mm-hmm. you know, Jamie gave them to me on our wedding night. They were his mother's, your great, your, your grandmother, Ellen. And Brie's like, maybe realizing where her middle name comes from. <laughs> Be like, oh, Rihanna Ellen. Oh. Um, and then um, she's like, you know, you can maybe wear them on your wedding day if you'd like. And then they both give each other like a tearful hug. And then Roger walks back in and he's got like drinks on a tray. Um, and then Claire hugs like him as well and thanks him. And then he's like, well, before you go, like a, a wee nip for the road. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then Bree's like, and then Bree says to freedom and whiskey. And they do like a teary, teary eyed toast and cheers. And then the next scene is a shot of like Claire leaving the apartment to go to the cab and Roger and Brianna are like looking, watching out the window and Claire turns and like blows her a kiss and is like struggling to turn and is like emotional. And then Bree's watching through the window and then she closes the curtain and turns her back and like, just like, hugs Roger and starts crying and I have to I got a little emotion like for whatever reason I've seen this so many times like I literally shed tears last night as I was watching this I was like oh my god I couldn't imagine that how like to say goodbye to like knowingly see like you're not gonna see your mom again and like you're half happy because you know it's like yeah great for her but also but like I like I don't know I, I was able to like put myself in her position and I oh it would be so hard yes mom I love you it was so funny because, or not funny, it was interesting because when I, my mom was watching and I, so when I would watch this episode with her, my mom was very like, I don't, like my mom was very much like, I wouldn't leave you. Like my mom and like yeah. my mom was like, I wouldn't leave. And I was like, as much as I was like, she's like, yeah, right. Like you're just going to leave, like completely like leave your kids like that. I was like, well, if it meant that like you could finally get back and see dad and like, I'm an adult. And she's like, I don't know. So it was interesting because I can't yeah. relate. I'm not a parent, so I can't yeah. relate to that side, right? Yeah. So it was just interesting. My mom mm-hmm. was like, Psh. and like I'm full. I'm full grown. I mean, yeah. 
I'm older than Brie, but like, um, but yeah, it was interesting for her to just be like, I, I wouldn't leave you. And I was like, Oh, mom. Wow. <laughs> oh, mom. Cute. 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 So cute. But, um, so then, yeah, so then they hug and then, you know, Claire gets in the cab and drives off and then Brie like, you know, goes into the kitchen for a minute and like wipes her tears away and then like gathers herself and then puts a Santa hat on. I get to trace. She clearly had this little dinner thing to get together and she goes out and like, he's like, what is this? And she prepared an American Christmas for him. So there was a reference early in the episode that I didn't mention where he talked about how he wanted like an American Christmas filled with like lobster rolls and Boston cream pie. Like, so this is kind of the reference to it. So she has a lobster roll and Boston cream pie and comes out and he's like, Oh wow. So then they like are sitting on the couch and he's like, Oh, I have a, I have a gift for you. And she unwraps it and it's a copy of a Christmas Carol. Um, And then she looks at it and then they kiss. Yeah. And then they like snuggle in and he's like eating Ew. this Boston cream pie and she starts reading. The, oh, okay. You know, where she's like, you know, Marley was dead to begin with or however it like starts. Right. So then that is how that ends. So now we cut back to we're with Claire in the cab as she's riding off, looking out the window. And we get another voiceover and she talks about how, you know, when I was small, <laughs> when I was small, I never, uh, I never wanted to step in puddles. Um, you know, I, I believed it was an opening to a fathomless space and that I would drop into nothing, <laughs> which I mean, I guess when you're a kid, that's fair. Fair. You're like, I don't, it looks like a black hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, and you tell me it's not, but I don't know if I want to test it out. I trust you. Yeah. She's like, I couldn't fathom that there was like solid road under this shiny black space. Like yeah. I didn't trust like, it. It doesn't look like road. So then- so then she, so then clearly the, the, the cab stops. She's just, I'm guessing she's arrived at maybe the airport. Who knows? And then the car, so the car door opens and there's a puddle right outside the cab. And then the voiceover is like, even now when I see a puddle in my path, my mind half halts, though my feet do not. And I hurry on. And then it's like a transition shot. You know how they like to do these like yeah. transition things like in season two with the plane to the yeah river. so it's like this transition shot so she's like getting out of the cab and she's stepping over the puddle and then it like transitions to now she like steps in a puddle and it's like cobblestone and she's like in in boots and it's like we back baby camera <sighs> comes up and she's dressed uh 18th century style in her back suit bat suit and we're looking around and it's like oh we back she's back like, so we didn't even here. see the we didn't even see the stones. Correct, and I was pissed about it when I first watched it. I was like, I, "What? I was like, what is this stupid puddle transition? This this is yeah, what I was watching." The, wait, they skipped the stones? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I mean, we've seen her go we've through twice. It, yeah. I guess they don't need. And I get that in the book, it talks about it, and like she yeah. gets to the other side and is literally like, "If I go through those again, I think they'll kill me." <laughs> like she's like, yeah. "It's that bad." Yeah. She's like, every time I go through, it gets worse. Um, cause yeah, she gets, cause then she goes through cause the stones are just outside Inverness. And then there's this whole thing of she has to buy a carriage ride, ta- basically ca- taxi ride 
to travel to Edinburgh. And right. so I guess it's just like, they assume they we'll fill that. in the blanks. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, she gets fair. there, which yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear. But when I first watched it, I was like, what is this stupid puddle transition? I want to see her come back. And this was, this was the episode. Like I was like five to six beers deep in on a Friday <laughs> night when I, cause I watched from 301 up yeah. to, up to like this part in one night so just beers all so by the this is the section that i you got like accidentally recorded myself um and i was like what is this stupid puddle transition what the hell so um and then where am i on this sheet so yeah so we back baby and so then claire's in the bat, bat suit she stepped out of the carriage and she's looking around and they're in like this busy street in the middle of edinburgh 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 Sure. I, th- I thought about it too hard. You know? You did. It's okay. You're good. Just, just, <laughs> just keep it going. Keep so, it going. You're doing fine. I, I was, cause like, cause then I started to think about how Claire would say it. And like the British got a little bit of an extra, like, you know, they anyway. do, but you don't, don't hurt have my that head. Accent, so I know. No, it's okay. Well, and it's like, if you think about a word too hard, it starts oh, it to messes you with you and you're yep. like, wait, what? It's like if you've ever said your name too many times in a row, you start to be like, my name sounds like an alien. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like the other day I said tadpole a bunch and I was like, this, what is, wait, what? And then I'm like, is it tadpole? Is it tadpole? What am I saying? <laughs> no, it's not real confused. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I need to stop saying this word. You're like, what is language? Yeah. me out. Um, so then, so it's like a busy street. So then Claire stops. There's like this young boy who's, I called him like bread boy. I don't know. He's like selling things. He's a little, okay. uh, and then she goes like, excuse me. Um, I'm looking for, you know, she's like, I'm looking for a printer named, uh, like Alexander Malcolm, you know, where I could find him. Um, and she's like, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, it's down the way to the left through car i think it's called car carfax clothes which is like the name of like a little alley area okay he's like down the way to the left and she's like okay so then she keeps walking so then now cut to next scene so she's walking through i don't like a cobblestone tunnel like an archway kind of or whatever she's like walking through there and then as she gets through, there's like this building and it has like, st- so the entrance to the building is higher up. So it's like stairs go up mm. like second level. So she gets to the bottom of the stairs and there's like this a sign and it says a Malcolm printer and bookseller. And so she like looks at the sign and she like touches the sign and smiles. And then she starts walking up the stairs you know, to the door and then she- If you fade cut right now, I'm going to punch you through this screen. (laughs) This isn't my choice. (laughs) Oh, you're about to fade cut me. (laughs) Oh. Okay. So she like fixes her hair and she walks up. Stupid hand's going to be on the door handle. And then, okay. And then cuts to the door opens and we hear that little like ding that you hear like in stores when the when the door opens I'm just preparing myself and she this. walks inside and the little bell rings and she like looks around and she can see there's like a desk with like books and like clearly maybe where the this where uh 18th century version of a cash register would be whenever when they like write the books with the feather and all that kind of stuff and she's like looking around and then off in the distance we hear this voice say is that you Jordy? and claire like stops she's like Oh my God. I know that voice. We know that voice. Right. And then, and then we hear, 
it took you long enough. And you can tell Claire's very much trying to keep her shit together. <laughs> yeah. So, she's like, <gasps> so she like, it's real. It's oh my real. So she starts walking towards the voice. Right. And then she gets to like this window that she looks down. So basically it's like, uh, the shop almost seems like in two parts, like the, there's like the back. Cause she had to go up these mm-hmm. stairs to get in. And then it is a lower level where like the printing presses and the back of the mm-hmm. shop. So like, there's like this window that she's looking down, like into that where the printing press is. And we see Jamie with his back to her, to us. Oh, like the by, little ginger. He's like by the printing press, his hair is looking, well, all we see is the back of his head and it's in a little ponytail. <sighs> You're about to cut it. I'm and so then, upset right now. And then we just hear him go, where'd you go to get the ash? All the way to Glasgow? And Claire's like looking down no, at him. And Austin. like disp- <laughs> disbelief and like tears, tears in her eyes. And she says, it isn't Jordy. And, and like Jamie just like, we only see the back of him, but he just like freezes. And she goes, it's me, Claire. And then you can tell he like, slowly starts to turn like almost like he's scared to look behind him and see what's there because he's scared to find out what's behind him right slowly starts to turn around and he looks up and he sees claire and she sees him and they look at each other and the music swells and then he passes out (laughs) and just (laughs) drops to the floor and and then there's a close-up on claire being like well, <laughs> and then end. <laughs> and that's where it ends. You know what? I'm okay with that ending. That's cute. I thought you weren't even going to get me a like them seeing each other. I'm fine with this. A plus ending. You're Great. like, loved I it. Love that how was you were cute. just so prepared. You're like, oh, she's, she's going to put her hand on the door and then it's going to end. And uh. it's going to be just, I'm just going to get nothing. But no, that was cute. That's cute. And he just, drops like he just and he hit all the papers in his hand just like like just seeing her is enough he just drops to the ground and she's like okay oh god now clearly because she was prepared to see him exactly this was like all he thinks that she's 200 years in the future and there's Mm -hmm. no way she's ever coming back and then to just see her there like and we know that he's because it showed us even in i want to say the second episode where he was the cave dweller recluse that he had seen visions of her but he knew it wasn't like you know like he saw her but it was jenny or he like he would but she's not there so he know and he knows she's not there and it's you know incredibly hard for him but we're now 20 years gone now and there's no way he ever thought he'd ever see her again so yeah show up there just being like hey it's me Hey, it's That's me. cute. I liked that. I love it. And his reaction is very much like he's terrified to turn around. Because yeah. he's like, it's going to be a disappointment. Is it, is it a ghost? Is it just someone that sounds like you? Am I losing my mind? Like, I'm absolutely terrified. And then to see her face and then just... And it's so funny. He, like, looks at her and then he, like, leans back for half a second on the... On the I think on the press, like, catches himself. And then just... Blump. <laughs> just hits the deck. So night, so he's having a little nap, um, you know, um, and so, yeah, that's where we are. And th- that whole, so that whole section was, <laughs> there was like me, cause I think I had recorded something quick to send to Holly, but then thought I stopped recording, but I didn't. And so it's black cause it was sitting on my bed, but you have like two minutes of audio of like me by oh, yeah. myself in my bedroom 
talking to no one but myself, <laughs> like six beers in. And the things that kill me is, and it was from the part where she basically got to the sign. Oh, okay. The yeah. Sign and then went up and then saw him or whatever. Right. And it was, <laughs> and it was like, you can hear me saying like, for whatever reason, I'm trying to say all of Jamie's names, but I keep messing up because I'm drunk. <laughs> so you can just hear me whisper like, Like it just, I say it to myself like over and over and over, and then and then as she's walking up, and then I'm like, she looks. I'm like, she looks the fucking same. They look the fucking same. She's supposed to be pretty. She looks the same. And then I think I went on a rant because she had Frank's ring on the other, and I was like, why do you still have his ring on, girl? There was oh, no love there. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. There, that ring should I, come off. And then I think I was like, well, I mean, there was love, but like not the same. Well, and then I'm just, they're not equal anymore. They don't both deserve a place. <laughs> we yeah. murdered him. We can get rid of his ring. <laughs> cut the, cut the brakes. It's gone. Yeah. But yeah, there was just a lot of like trying to say his names of, and go. then just, you know, she's supposed to be, she looks the fucking same. What? <laughs> like just finding that the most funny and then realizing that it's recording. And then I think I went, fuck my life <laughs> and then stopped recording. But anyway, That's so that cute. is where we're at with that. My love. So thoughts, thoughts on this episode. Likes, Loved it. Dislikes. So cute. Oh, right. Was- Don't like Sandy. Liked everyone else. <laughs> Bye Sandy. Bye Sandy. Sandy, you suck. <laughs> Other than that, loved it. So cute. Right? So cute. Bree's so cute. cute. Joe's cute. I'm sad we've left them. I hope Bree comes. Bree and Roger have the blood so they can get through the stone. So I'm sure they're going to show up at some point. They're going to like find something out in history or something. I don't know. Is that your, your thoughts? I don't know what my thoughts are. Okay. But that'd be cute. Right? Like pop in. Like, hey. Hey. Just wanted um, to come check out the 18th century. How's it how's going? How's it going? um okay so thoughts where do you think we're going like so we've left in this moment what do you well, think he's now is next printing press well so it ends, know, well they you know. well this now they have to just like the next episode is just gonna be them reconnecting mm. okay <laughs> being like <laughs> pouring cold water and wake up yeah we got things to discuss also, can I kiss you? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, when do you think the last time Claire's gotten any been? Like, you know, like her, her and Frank are in separate beds from like three years into their marriage. So yeah, so it's probably been a while. She's probably like Jamie, and then I don't know about him. We know there was at least the one time that Two resulted times. in Willie. Two well, times. Yeah, that yeah. Willie would have been the most recent time, and then who yeah. knows? Who knows? Humans have needs. I hear oh, yeah. you, but cute. you know, cute. they're probably going to be eager. I liked it. Cute. Um, okay. So you kind of think that the next episode will be mainly focused on them reconnecting. And well, yeah. All yeah. that. Could you imagine if they were just like, okay, on to the next. Like, it's, no, no. You we've been me. waiting five episodes for this. Yes. You let me enjoy this before you start your weird nonsense again, Outlander. Okay. <laughs> so true. You're like, I know there's going to be nonsense. Let yeah. me enjoy them. There's going to be, yeah, there's going to be nonsense. I know there's going to be nonsense. So give me an episode. Let them Thank just you. be happy, please. One episode. Goodness. Got it. Uh, reunited. Uh, 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 uh. Um, 
Yeah, I couldn't have imagined people when they were watching that live, like, then having to wait, like, the next week for the episode. Because, yeah. like, I was just on, like, when I was binge watching, I was just like, on the next, on the next, <laughs> on the next. <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay. So, I guess that's kind of it, folks. Yeah. Um, we'll do, okay, so, uh, the bed. We'll keep it at the Boston apartment in terms oh, of I where do. everyone is. So, or where everybody is in this apartment. So, like, where's, I don't know. I don't want to change anything. I like everyone. Just kind of keep it. So, we still have all of our, what was it? All the Ardsmere guys were in the basement still. And we still got Merton down there. Yeah, like, I don't want to mess with them. Like, I know we're not seeing them, but I know they're out. Was Joe down there, too, with Bree and Myrta? No, Bree was in the bed because I put all of them in the bed Oh, right. You brought Bree up into the bed. Although, or, like, Bree's, like. Although, now I want Jamie and Claire to have the bed. Yeah, let's go I feel back. Like and, like, the, you know what? Oh, only in this episode. Okay, well then, okay, well, we'll only do this in this episode. Because yeah, otherwise, we'll be carrying characters forever. For I just a feel long bad time. leaving all the Jacobites, but fine. Okay, we'll just pretend they are okay. In, yeah, let's put them. They're just, or we can just say they're they're perpetually just in the basement in the speakeasy, and they okay. they just can have okay, fun good. down there perpetually. Okay, with Marta they were, down there, they were good, and they they deserve that. Yeah. Okay, just the people in this episode. Okay, so like if we're looking at this episode, it would be like, um, like Joe. Okay, and so I think so. Joe and Roger and Sandy, Claire, Bree, Bree, and Jamie. I guess that's all we had, right? That would be the main one. Yeah, everyone okay. else was just a like a little line so here. There, Sandy is in a car with brakes being that have been cut. Wow. <laughs> I don't like her. Okay. Roger, I don't like him, but Brie likes him, and I really like Brie right now. So <laughs> I will let the two of them be in the living room. They're not canoodling because I don't like him that much. And okay. I don't care what she likes. <laughs> but I like her enough that I won't put him on the roof right now. Okay. You won't, like, then, stand in the way of her happiness? Be like, for oh. now, I know he's going to piss me off enough that I will – but for an, I will let her have this episode because I really liked it. So okay. for right now, they can be on the couch watching, I don't know, some movie or something with like popcorn and- Watching freaking Batman apparently. Sure. Yeah. They can watch Batman <laughs> with some popcorn and some chocolate and just be snuggly on the couch and happy. Okay. Yeah. Fair. With one of the dogs. Not gotcha. Bhutan, the other dog. Okay. The other dog. Bhutan is still there. with Claire and Jamie in the bed. Yes. Claire and Jamie are in the bed. Sandy is in a car with her brakes cut. And where is Joe? Joe. Where do you want Joe? Because we, even though just I don't know, do we don't want Joe? We can't be in the bed. You know, and you don't want him by awkward. No, that's very awkward. And we don't want to be by himself. I I get. I'm giving. Does he hang this time? So I can't like. Does he hang on the speakeasy with Myrta? I don't know. But even though we're in the episode, so am I allowed to put him in the speakeasy? I don't know. Because now if you... I don't know what our rules are saw, I don't know. We've changed our rules. Our rules can be whatever we want them to be. That's true. This is my rules <laughs> for my weird house that's time So if you want the Ardsmere dudes to still exist and just always be in the speakeasy in the basement, then they can just always okay. be there. And whoever I like but I don't have anywhere to put them can, can go hang just out hang them. out with them. Okay. And it's a great place down there. Joe's down there then with them. With Myrta and they're having a great old time. So none yeah. of them have pissed me off right now. And I love And it so. Well, and like you said, because like Joe was like Claire's best friend and like Marta yeah. was like Jamie's best friend. And like yeah. you said last time, like they're like 
So <laughs> they could just be down there kicking it, hanging out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's so okay. So then it's just Jamie and Claire on the bed because fair. Yeah. You know, because shit's about to get bad again. So let's just, nah, just like let them have their time. Yeah. I'm <laughs> encouraging this right now, which is weird for me, but I know it's about to get bad. So, so just let them have just their take peace while it exists. Yeah. Before shit hits the fan inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, okay. Well, are, so are you excited for the next one? Yeah. The next one, that'll be fun. I know you're yeah. enjoying this season. I season. am. I like this season a lot. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, what's, ha- what's happening? Where, where are we going now? Yeah. I like it. And look at you, you non-romantic person. You were very happy for, you just wanted them to get back together. I did just like oh just none of the sappy stuff okay no no sappy weird cheesy lines okay don't call anything a honey pot don't give me any english breakfast stop it okay stop it don't call anything a honey pot well and no english well you can have an english breakfast just don't talk about an english breakfast (laughs) okay fair enough those are the ground rules i don't know if jamie's gonna be able to stick to them but we'll see i know don't be cheesy don't talk about whatever line weirdness you're saying Mm. just don't be cheesy (laughs) okay okay um all right folks well that's it for this episode we'll be back next week yeah we will the next one, which everybody who's watched the show knows what this next episode is about, and it, we're in for we're in for a time, my friend. We are in. Okay, well, I'm I'm really happy right now, so let's not bring the reality of this <laughs> no, show. I will into say it. that the happiness will continue for a, a a bit. Okay, all right, I can take that. Give me like, one or two more episodes. Like, I'm liking be- this. Well, you'll be able to enjoy, you know. Okay. All right. The reunion. I'll take that. But okay. yeah, it'll be interesting because they've got a lot. They got 20 years to to catch up on. And Jamie's got a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. And I mean, they're both older. They've been away from each other for a very, very long time. Well, when you think about it, it's like they literally only were with each other for about three years. And yeah, then have spent be- 20 apart. Yeah, that's crazy. Like just absolutely longing for each other the entire time so (sighs) um okay so we'll be back next week everyone for episode six so we're excited be excited six i mean i was gonna say the other word but then i went with six spicy six is fairly correct (laughs) spicy sexy time yeah 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 uh (laughs) spicy sexy time so true um it's been a while um okay everyone so uh follow us on socials um you know instagram twitter facebook at she's an outlander no dots. No dots. Um we'll be back next week. Um I'm pumped. Yeah. And um until yeah. then. Until stay then. Safe. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Be well. Same bat time, same bat channel, except for the time is whatever you choose to press play on your device. <laughs> this is true. It's whatever you want. It might not be want. next week. If if you need more than a week, that's okay. We want to. We, we don't get upset. Maybe you. Maybe it's three days. Maybe it's two weeks. We won't judge you. It's fine. 
It's fine. And I would just like to say that my throat has stopped itching in this moment. So that's hey, wonderful. That's I didn't wonderful. hear you clucking at all. <laughs> so good job. Clucking. I'm, it I'm, subsided. I'm proud of you. I got distracted. Thank you. You're no longer a chicken. Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, everyone. Bye, friends. Bye.